Welcome to the Health Code Podcast. I'm Sarah, otherwise known as Sarah's Day, and I'm a health and fitness YouTuber. And I'm Kurt, professional photographer and content creator, or also known as Sarah's Boyfriend. We're here to help you crack the code to a healthy and fit lifestyle. We're going to be talking all things health, fitness, relationship, lifestyle, and career. So it's time to grab your code books because we're about to spill some serious tips. Really? That sounds so bitchy. All right, welcome back to the Health Code Podcast. And today we have a good friend of ours, Mr. Ramsey. Welcome to the show. Dirty Thank dog, Rams dog. <laughs> oh, why would you say that? <laughs> Just breaking the ice. I have to say, Ramsey's a little bit nervous. Yeah. I am. It's my first podcast ever. I am Woo! so nervous. Breaking I'm the so podcast virginity. Right? I'm so excited for that. And, yeah. and you've started at the best. You really started at the pinnacle. So yeah, I know. you can kind of retire after this. I thought you guys didn't have a lot of listeners. <laughs> well, that's what we told you, so you don't get nervous. <laughs> but just, it's easy breezy. We're all friends here. We just have a chat, you know? That's it. It's yeah. just a casual time for us to sit down and have a chit chat and learn a little bit about ourselves. And Kurt's really excited about this episode because you guys know I'm the health girl. I'm the fitness girl. I just want to talk about health and fitness. But today we're talking more about like career and entrepreneurial. I always have to like stop yeah. before I say that word. Entrepreneurial... Adventures with the Ram Dog. Correct. Ramsey. It's a dirty word, entrepreneur. It is. It is. Yep. So I, you actually, you actually were in the like draw for some sort of entrepreneur award for Australia recently. What was that? Yeah, I was I was nominated for Young Entrepreneur of the Year, but you know, it didn't go according to plan. Um, I was actually beaten by a dentist. What? Yeah, believe it or not. So I, I, I was nominated for a bunch of F45s. and. Do you nominate yourself or does someone nominate you? Someone nominates you or you can nominate yourself. What did you do? I may have nominated myself. <laughs> I love it. At least you're honest. Yeah. But, you know, then you have to submit all your P&Ls, all your balance sheets. And yeah, yeah and you go from there. And so. the dentist just had one up on you. I don't know. They must have been a bloody good dentist. <laughs> Tell you what. Um, yeah. So that was. I, I didn't even make it like to the end. I got pretty close, but yeah. Huh. I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah. Yeah. At least you got there though. Before yeah. we get into the actual episode though, which is going to be all about. Well, actually, we have some really good questions about your business ventures, but also your love life because that's my favorite topic. I have. I have to make it for the sissies too. Okay. Oh, but why before, are we talking about this? I, just, I love. I'm a girl. I love love, and I feel like you get extra close with someone when you talk about their relationships. You know, yeah. like yeah. like we'll just be on another level when you really open up to me. I, I'm the Dr. Phil of the room. Okay? Okay. You look or, like him too. Or the Jerry yeah. Springer. Or the Jerry Springer. <laughs> All right. But let's jump into the weekly wrap. The weekly wrap. Yeah. Two episodes ago, we talked about decluttering the Instagram and getting rid of comparisons and jealousy from your life. So I took that one step further and I decided to declutter my house, starting with my wardrobe. I... <laughs> I'm like a serial, I wouldn't say a hoarder, but like I, I hold on to clothes that I think I'm going to wear and I never wear. And I, I like, I'll hold up a jumper and say, I'm going to wear that this season. I'm going to wear that this season. And I don't wear it for two years. So I made the decision to just be cutthroat. And I reckon I got rid of probably like nine rubbish bags full of clothes. I had friends come over and my family and Kurt's mom and they raided it and everyone got to bring back little goodies to their house. So 
it was great. I, I had empty space. You know what? No. I was so happy because for once in my life, there's actually a little bit of cupboard space no, no, in you our come, bedroom. You come, into this, you come into this story later, Mr. Man. Oh, so okay. there was lots of space in the cupboard and I was like, well, I got to go fill it. So, <laughs> so I went shopping today and now they're full again. And I'm like, why? Why do I do this? I was trying to become a minimalist. My sister, literally, she's trying to become a minimalist. I called her and I was like, I have Yo. so much active wear. Do you want it? And she was like, no, I'm living off one pair of tights. I was like, I love it. I'm going to become this. Next minute, There's I a- go shopping. Yeah. Blinking Mount Kosciuszko, the tallest mountain in Australia, is sitting in our bedroom full of clothing. That I bought or I'm taking away? No, that you got rid of. It was in our bedroom for like a month. Yeah, I know. And now I just restocked it. I just want to know. So what are but- you going to do? Declutter again or what? No. No, I'll do that. I'll do it another time. Can, but- can I just say, can I just say you take up 90% of our cupboard space? I'm a female. Like the bedroom. You take up 90% of the bed. You take up 90% of the cupboard space. When are you going to give me some more room in this house? Well, you don't need more room because you just decluttered. You always copy me. <laughs> Kurt has this thing, always. He always. With everything in life. If I, honestly, it really irks me. If I go and buy like a really cool black hoodie, he goes and buys a really cool black hoodie. No, I'm not even joking. <laughs> I go and buy like sick Under Armour uh, runners. What do you wear now? Under Armour. I decluttered <laughs> my wardrobe. What did you do yesterday? Anyway, Ramsey's your- not here to have a counseling session with his mate. My weekly wrap, I'm very decluttered. The end. Do I, do I need to mediate this conversation? Kind of. yeah. This is normal- just couples counseling. This is yeah. normally how it works. I'm done. We sit here. We riff on each other. That's how it works. What about you, Ramsey? What happened this week for you? Uh, I'm just trying to keep my head above water. And no, it's got nothing to do with, with any girl I'm seeing, says he. Yeah, we'll um, get to the bottom of that later. Yeah, no, I've just flown in from Bali on Sunday um, and then flown in from Melbourne today at 6 a.m. Yeah. And then I'm off to China on Friday. So I'm just actually trying to keep my head above water. But, you know, it's are you, okay. are you becoming a travel influencer? Is that your deal? Or? Uh, I don't think I have enough followers to be. <laughs> uh, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Do you kind of like as, as exciting as it is, and I'm sure beneficial to your businesses to travel around like that, do you kind of resent these periods a little bit? Yeah, it's sort of, everyone thinks it's quite glamorous, mm. but I mean, at the end of the day, you're still like in and out of airports, you, you, there's a big lack of sleep, there's mm. a lack of training. I mean, unless you're really, really good and you're amazing at it, I actually don't really know a lot of people that are, so. No. Yeah. I know a lot of people who are on like Instagram story and they're like, post, post plane workout. I'm like, I, you, I just got off the phone to you and you just said you can't bother to train. Like the, the truth of traveling and training, I'm so bad. I yeah. hate but on on the I guess on the other side you still I still wouldn't give this life up like yeah. it's still amazing yeah. um, and like although I'm exhausted I'm really really happy as well so mm. it's a bit of a contradiction I know yeah. yeah yeah definitely all right well my weekly wrap today I went to this event a tech event and every time when you go to these these tech events it was for like a computer company there's always this one guy up the front who's just so enthusiastic about the product like i feel like every time you go to a tech event there's just this one guy at the front and he's like frothing out so hard i'm like an inner nerd at heart as well so i'm just inner, like i would say just a nerd. <laughs> oh, okay all right i'm a bit of a nerd all right <laughs> i feel like i have to be right like yeah. content creator all right i've got to yeah. be a nerd anyway so this guy's up on stage and he's just like selling it to me i literally was about to go up the street and buy one of these bloody computers because of how passionate this guy was about um his computers but it just like got me thinking about how important it is to be about um be passionate about what you do and 
yeah, I just thought that was just like a nice little reminder for me today to be like, it's so good to see someone so enthusiastic about something. It's just so, like... About it, something so boring. Yeah, right? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> computers. <laughs> I'm not a techie, so that just doesn't, doesn't really tickle my fancy, but I like it. Yeah. It is yeah. seriously nice to meet someone that they're just so into what they do. Yeah. yeah. Like, even if what they do is kind of, yeah, Collecting boring rocks to you, or something. Yeah. it's just really nice to just see their eyes light up. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, 100%. I'm the same. That's so important. Anyway, should we get on to today's episode? Let's do it. Alrighty. Let's start from the top. Okay, I I have this tendency of always going back to high school days, like with myself, with stories. I'm like, when I was in high school, so I thought it was only fitting to take it back to you in high school. <laughs> yeah. Were you always like, okay? I, I, actually, before before we before I ask this question, let's just like say how we know each other really. Like, yeah. The first time we met, you were in Byron Bay. Yep. And you just struck me as you had your life together. Like mm. the way you present yourself, you're very business savvy, you're very professional. I was like, oh my gosh. And you're just kind of like a little wealth of knowledge. And uh, I swear I would ask you about one business and you're like, oh yeah, I have shares in that. Or yeah, I, I helped develop that. You're just like the business mecca man, yeah. okay? I even gave you a call recently about a business venture that we wanted to go down into and you gave us some great advice. So You're just kind yeah. of the go-to guy. So a go-to guy. My question. <laughs> Thanks, guys. I feel, I feel really nice and warm inside. I'll, yeah. I'll deflate your head later. Yeah. But, but my first question is, seeing as though that's my opinion of you now, what were you like in high school? Were you always like, were you like selling candy bars and were you like business savvy and wanted to have your own business or were you just kind of like, nah, I'll be a teacher? You're not going to believe this, but I was going to be professional piano player. No. I watch your stories. You're actually amazing at piano. <laughs> yeah. So I was a music nerd. I used to play the trombone, the piano, the bass guitar. Did you go to yeah. a selective music school? Went to a public school. Um, I did get a music scholarship, but public schools are free anyway, so it didn't really make any sense. Yeah. But um, yeah. yeah, it was cool up until year 12. Um, I was sort of set on being a professional piano player and then chose to do marketing instead at uni. What? Mm. Do you still play? Yeah, every day. It's, oh. it's my meditation, you know. And yeah, sometimes, nice and, and you guys would know this, like it gets pretty stressful, like mm -hmm. just, just running a business, running, you know, whatever it is that you're doing, that's my meditation. Just yeah. sitting down, playing, yeah. You can zone out for a bit. Absolutely. Yeah, I find that, that, that my surfing is that to me or mountain yeah. biking or some sort of like sport like that is That's my sort of meditation. Mine's cooking and it, it's not great because then I eat it all and it's this vicious, vicious cycle. I'm sad because I'm not losing weight, so I cook and I eat and I'm sad because I'm not losing weight and I cook and I eat and it just continues. <laughs> vicious cycle. Yeah. Well, she cooks. Maybe you should marry her, Kurt. Uh -oh. <laughs> Sorry, I've gone there nice and early. <laughs> we did have a conversation earlier to the podcast. He's like, I'm going to I'm gonna hit on this topic later. I'm going to nail you for this. And I'm waiting for In it. In the love bubble section of this potty at the end, please, please bring it up no. Yeah. <laughs> we'll I'll talk about it later anyway it's not happening <laughs> well, I'll bring it up at the end don't you worry you spend an hour with her now you, you know what I have to put up with right yeah, it's, I, it's hard I yeah, feed out I feed out I feed <laughs> I feed our baby I clean our house I cook I'm a really good cook you're very bossy. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, away from the counselling session that we'll probably have to go into later on. Yeah. Um, not, I guess, not marriage counselling, though, because we're not married. No, just relationship counselling. Um, I guess moving forward out of your high school years, so there was none of that entrepreneur in you back then. I, um, health and fitness, was that, was that a big part of 
who you are? Yeah, I got my um, I got my cert three and four in fitness nice and early. I think I was seventeen. Um, and then while I was studying uh, marketing, I was a PT. Um, yeah, right. But yeah, it sort of it just kind of developed. I I um I started a business with my dad when I was nineteen. Um, and That's was, pretty young to start a business too. Yeah, like nineteen years what old. What was it? It was called Shore Systems, and what it was, it was an ultrasonic transducer that went onto the bottom of a boat hull and emitted sound waves and killed the algae. Right? What? So, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> um, what? Okay. Believe it Are or not. Are you an inner it, nerd as well? A little bit. <laughs> Believe it or not, in the first year, it made a million dollars. Revenue. You're kidding. Not to, profit, but revenue. To what? Like boat, yeah. boat people? Yeah. So normally, like when you own a boat, you need to slip it. So you take it out of the water, anti-foul the bottom, yeah. put paint on it, yeah, yeah. and put it back in. And that costs money. Yeah. But this little transducer used to replicate the cell structure of the algae kill it, break it down, and then keep the boat clean. Who, who invented this? Did you and your dad uh, It was Dutch, Dutch technology. And then what, you guys sold it? Yeah, we sold it under a brand. And back then, like, I was in my first year of marketing and we were doing print media ads. Yeah. So in, in cool. magazines. And like, I would so, do these like little sexual connotations, like, is your bottom slimy? You know, in these ads. And they just went, it just yeah, worked. They went crazy. They went crazy. That's um, so good. So that was like 19 to 20. Yeah, so what what ended up happening with that business then? Um, Your dad's still running it, or no? Nah, it's it all just got kind of kind of dissolved. Like we made a made a bit of money, and it just got got dissolved after a couple of years. I kind of lost interest, and mm. this has yeah. sort of been an ongoing pattern. It wasn't my it wasn't my <laughs> yeah, bi- it wasn't my business. Yeah, um, <laughs> you know, and it all got a little bit complicated, and I was still quite young. Yeah, and I just wanted to like be free. Like mm. I just I was like screw this, I'm quitting, and I moved to Hamilton Island to be a housekeeper. That's yeah. such a bit. Yeah. So you went from being in a successful business yep. to saying, screw this. And you obviously had a little bit of financial backing behind you at this point as a 19-year-old or 20-year-old. Yeah. And then you went, stuff it. I'm going to go up to Hamilton Island and become a housekeeper. Yeah. Why? And not, why Hamo? Because you, that's not even a party island. You can't even do anything there. <laughs> I, trust me, you can find a party there. <laughs> you can find a lot of parties there. But um, no, nah, there was some, and to be honest, that was one of the happiest times of my life. Like Aww. literally just like scrubbing toilets, cleaning showers, like making beds. You should see the hospital corners I can do on beds. It's amazing. Oh, please um, teach me. I'm uh, the worst. Bed I would froth on that. Kurt gets I love so tight mad. Sheets. I'm all about the tight sheets. I take the sheets <laughs> off so I don't have to do sheets and we just have a doona. It's so lazy. I know. <laughs> and I thought I can cook. I never said I was a good bed maker. Yeah. <laughs> and anyway, <laughs> so from there, I got a little bit bored and went back and, and started doing my master's. Um, in marketing. In marketing. And then worked for a chemical engineering company as a marketing manager. Um, oh. And then same sort of process like mm. i got a little bit bored with it it wasn't my thing i was always on social media i was thought you know i was always on facebook on instagram and i'd get in trouble for it at work and also oh, personally not for work yeah, yeah but but i mean obviously the business had a facebook and instagram but it just it's hard in that industry to make that sort of valuable to make that yeah. social it's media platform it's industry, a b2b yeah. Pl- yeah it's a b2b industry yeah yeah um, and then uh, my business partner, who I was actually working in a nightclub with on weekends, um, <laughs> approached me with F45. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so at this stage, you guys were just mates? Yeah, he was actually my boss. Right. So, yeah, it was quite a popular bar. How old are you now? Like, I'm like 30. It's, I'm, no, oh, in then. the story. Yeah. In the story. <laughs> um, call it 25. Okay. 
Yeah. yeah. And he found this great group fitness concept. And uh, because I'd been a personal trainer and I had the marketing background, for me, everything just seemed to align. Natural progression, right? Yeah. Yeah. So wait, at this point, was F45 not a thing? Like this wasn't a a known. No, no, no. So it, it was. Think about it now. There's like two thousand plus. Oh F45s. yeah, everyone. It's and huge. It, it's like yeah. worldwide, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 It's global. It's it's going crazy in the states. It's an abs- It's actually it's actually changed the game. Yeah. Like it's it's influenced the industry so much that it, it will never be the same. Yeah. Um, we were number ten was my first studio wow. out, of, out of say 2000 now. Okay. So it was very early. We were one of the first in Melbourne. Um, and then, yeah, we just sort of head down and just worked and worked and worked. I thought it was normal for like, I thought it was normal for us to get on the footy show or for us to like get this crazy PR. Cause basically what had happened was in the nightclubs and stuff, we were looking after a lot of celebrities and things like that, yeah, right? right? And they all they were they just loved me and my business partner, and we just asked them to come in and train at F forty five. Yeah, and so like an offset of that was all this PR, and then that sort of helped the brand blow up. You know, doesn't that just show how important it is mm. to network and be a nice yep. person? But, uh, like but I s- when you network, you're trying to like build a relationship, not just because I can get something from you. Like it's, yeah, it's, that's it's, it's like about- an authentic relationship yeah. and like friendship can blossom into like business as well. Mm. Like, Absolutely. Yeah. It's all like, I think the number one rule, it's all relationships. Yeah. yeah. It is all relationships. Everyone will remember how you treated them. Yeah. Even if it's for one second or it's for an hour. Um, that's why it's so important just to give everyone the same respect. And don't burn yeah. any bridges because you never know Sometimes you have to. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if if you can, try not to burn the bridges or, you know, don't destroy them. Yep. (laughs) So you started an F45, number 10 in the country. How many did you end up, you know, opening up after this period? Because I know you had a few. Yeah, this is pretty cool. So um, as opposed to sort of drawing all the money out um, out of the F45, what we did was hold the same wage. I think it was like 60 grand a year. We both paid each other. Mm-hmm. And all the profits we made, we rolled into another one. And then we rolled into another one. And then rolled into another one. And eventually we had six, six F45. Did I just say sex on your podcast? <laughs> You're excited for the love. I lot. like it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we had six F45s. Um, four in Melbourne, two in Darwin. Was that hard at all to decide, all right, we are only going to take 60K from this and that's a pretty humble- Yeah, um, I agree. I think that's real tough. Salary, especially where you live, that's a pretty humble salary in Melbourne. Was that hard having to be like, all right, we're killing this, but let's reinvest and just build our our brand and our business? Yeah, look, probably not at the time, like, because we didn't really know any better. Like, mm-hmm. literally, when we started, we were, you know, we were watching every dollar that came in. And so it wasn't until, I guess, further down the track when we started paying dividends and started making money, that's when we got accustomed, or where I, I won't speak for Mark, but where I got accustomed to a certain lifestyle. Yeah. And now I, I think I would find it hard to go back. Um, but when you're in that, you know, when you're in that routine that and, grind, and this yeah. is your money for this, this is your money for rent, this is how much you can spend when you go out and you're at the office, you know, 5am to 8pm every day. 
Mm. What are you going to spend money on anyway? Yeah. Like, yeah. and it was so an busy. absolute grind, you know? Yeah. But it was so rewarding as well. And it's nice yeah. hearing that as well because so many people these days call themselves an entrepreneur. And mm. what does that even mean? I don't know. But I, I feel like a lot of those people present themselves very bougie, I guess, like very well put together. They're wearing brands and you're just like, some people think entrepreneur means you wear designer and you live luxuriously, yeah. but you know, starting from you guys on 60 K just grinding at the office, what you said pretty much all day. Yeah. So for the first year I took every class. Um, so I would open you took every class. Yeah. So five fifteen AM we started. Isn't there like four classes or five classes a day? Oh, uh, we were running eight. <gasps> yeah. So I would finish, I'd start at 5.15 in the morning and finish at, by the time we'd, we'd pack up and set up, probably like quarter past eight at night. How did you work that? I don't know if you want to answer this, but like, how did you work that out with Mark, your business partner? Because you are in the business every day, running every yeah. class. Yeah. How did you work out, okay, it's fair, we're still going to split the cost evenly? Yeah. Like, And, and were, at the same time, were you ever resentful of, of Mark sort of in, in the background? Or? Believe it or not, he was by my side the entire oh, okay. time. So he, That's I nice. would intro the class, he would demo. Oh. And then all between classes, we would answer inquiries and like... And until such time as we had cash flow and could hire staff, that's what we did. Yeah. And that's what we had to do. And that's, that's you know, that's just how it is sometimes. And yeah. it's so lucky you guys found each other because so many people, even like, uh, I can't say who, but people in my life who have done business ventures with another person who they thought had their back and was going to be amazing. So many times it just blows up in their face. But you and Mark, it sounds like you guys just have a really good... Yeah system going i'm actually the executor on his will as well no which, was, which was a massive honor you know i was best man at his wedding oh. um and yeah and and you know I've, i have fallen out with a few business partners yeah um but we just seem to have an understanding and it, it runs deeper than just being a business partner yeah um you life know partners. yeah life partners that's good. <laughs> i'm not sure what his wife would think but yeah <laughs> you can say we're life partners life after wife yeah. <laughs> and Sarah, you just care too much about relationships, mate. Oh, you know. <laughs> the goss. You just want the juicy goss. It's true. I do love love. I don't know what's wrong with me lately. <laughs> but also, just um, I just want to rewind a tiny bit because I think it's interesting. How did you know that the F45 opportunity was the right one? Like, why mm. not invest in like fitness first yeah, or anytime fitness or plus fitness? Like, why F45? If someone is listening out there and they want to invest or... Uh, take on a franchise, like a franchise company, yeah. is that the right terminology? Yep. How do they pick it? How did you pick F45? So two reasons. One was I, I actually went to Bondi and I watched a class and I trained in a class mm -hmm. and there was a line out the door and there were just people everywhere. There were bodies going everywhere. It was fun. It was like energetic. And I was like, I have to be a part of this. So that was the first thing. Mm -hmm. It was just the pure feel of it. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. And then the second thing was the business model. The business model is the best business model I think I've ever seen in my life. Oh, wow. In terms of um, investment versus return, um, it's amazing. Mm -hmm. um, you know, F45 has done a lot for a lot of franchisees, like, you know, people who have sort of come from nothing are now doing extremely well. They're supporting their families. They're, they've got multiple businesses. Um, it's, it's one of the best. Mm -hmm. Yep. So mm. you had six. And yep. that was what, how, how, when was this? So that was from probably the age of 25 to 29. Okay. 
Yep. And then you also opened up a yoga studio. Yep, opened up a yoga studio. <laughs> and you also became a partner in a magnesium or business. Yep. What else was going on at the time? Because I, I actually, we met each other through the magnesium oil business. Yep. And I was going to shoot content for the brand. So that's how we met. And you um, did shoot content for the uh, brand. Yeah, yeah. And it was fantastic. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so what else did you have going on at that, that time? So I had this amazing database of 16, 1700 members Australia-wide, right? Mm. And I was thinking, what's a really cool complimentary thing that I can do? And then Journey Retreats was born. Mm. So, yeah. So Journey Retreats, for anyone that doesn't know what it is, Give them a, a brief rundown. Cool. So it's a it's a Bali retreat, um, but it's very much a holistic wellness offering. So it's not just like we go out and train and get drunk and whatever. It's mm-hmm. very much we focus on everything. Like you could be doing strength training, Pilates, yoga, um, group training. Everyone gets one-on-one PT. There's nutrition advice. There's mobility. Um, it, How many people go on a trip? Anywhere from 30 to 80. Wow. Yep. And it just depends how many trainers you have and... Yep, so we staff, we have one trainer per 10 people. Mm-hmm. Um, we ensure that it's like a really personalized experience. Um, you know, and we've looked at everything, you know, all the little touch points. We make sure we have like photography, videography, so everyone's not taking photos on their phones, you know. Yeah, they nice get sent touch. a Dropbox at the end of the day with all these beautifully so edited good. photos, you know. Yeah. Um, all these little things, um, I think, are, 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 you know, you need them in today's sort of day and age. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. 100%. And that's yeah. where you differ. Like you think about things like this. This is why I love picking your brain. Yeah. <laughs> you are. You're just like full of little, little knowledge nuggets. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I haven't given that much away yet, but. Yeah. No, but I feel like your confidence hasn't come out in this podcast just yet, but you are a very confident guy as well. I remember having a conversation about you and we spoke about another retreat business and you're like i'm gonna crush them in the next couple of years like i love i love hearing that type of thing i love confidence in um i guess your product and your service yeah um where does that come from um i i actually don't know because i've never really i've always been a bit of an introvert Mm. um but i think it's just sort of being in the system and then you know, making a bit of a name for myself and, and enjoying what I'm doing and then trying to better myself every time through my work. Um, and in order to do that, you can't go in half-assed. Like mm. you need to be confident, you need to attack things. Like, you know, the new venture we're doing now, it's I'm throwing all my eggs into one basket mm. um, and it just takes so much work and effort and if you're second guessing yourself, you're gonna fail. Yeah. Like, and people are always gonna second guess you. Like, people are not everyone's supportive. Not everyone's great. Particularly the fitness industry, it's very cannibalistic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's 100%. very like not everyone wants wants everyone else to succeed, which kind of sucks. Yeah. Um, and you said before, like how I I said about that retreat that you know I want to crush them, and that's because like on our first retreat ever, they were DMing all our guests. And so I was like, you can't do that. Like they're so unethical. Yeah. Um, and that's sort of what, what inspired me to try and, you know, go to the next level. But I guess the offset of that is, you know, we, we took 400 people to Bali this year and they all had such an amazing time. They're all booking in for next year and we're literally changing people's lives, you know. That's amazing. And it's, it's as basic as saying to someone, hey, um, 
All you need to do this week is sleep seven to nine hours. I want you to drink four liters of water. I want you to eat clean and I want you to train really, really well. And that's all you say to people and you monitor them throughout the week. And all of a sudden they do those four key things and they're feeling amazing. They mm. go home confident. They go home tanned. Yeah, <laughs> I was about to say, you, you all come back like so dark. And with new friends and go home with new friends. Yeah, new like, buddies. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I follow you got your journey retreats on Instagram and, yeah. and your Insta stories are amazing. Like the smiles on people's faces is just, it's pretty incredible what you guys are doing. So like, yeah. congrats on that. Like that's really, Thanks. that's really special. And that, and that's, I mean, it's not, Journey's not going to be the most profitable business in the world. Mm. It's a, it's seriously a passion project, but it's cool. It's cool. And it's awesome. Like I get to go to Bali and I was complaining at the start of the yeah. podcast. But <laughs> now I'm thinking about, I'm feeling all warm and fuzzy inside. Yeah. Like I actually love it, you know? Yeah. I want to go on one. Yeah. yeah. When Fox is a bit older, let's go on one. Yeah. Speaking of leveling up your business. Yeah. So you're at the point now where you have this magnesium oil, you've got the F45, you've got Journey, something happens. What happens that changes the circumstances now? So... Oh. Tough question. Yeah. Well, be, well, because, We're bringing well, heat. No, no, no. Well, yeah. because you just said you're throwing all your eggs into one basket, which we haven't talked about yet. Yeah, so, cool. So what made you go from what, whatever, five projects to like two now? Yeah. Yeah. I guess it's just, I think you know when it's time, when it's time to move on. Um, you know, it's going from being a franchisee and having all the workouts controlled and having all the branding controlled mm. and, you, and you're not able to be creative. And mm. that's the thing that I struggled with the most. Um, and I look at, you know, Rob, the CEO of F45 and I'm like, now I respect him a lot. He's one of my, he's one of my good mates. Mm. I look at him and I'm like, I want to be where you are, you know. You want to that's, be the creative. You want to be the head. Yeah, yeah. I, want, I want to create something special and I want to leave, leave a legacy. Like, have you guys ever, ever asked yourselves, what's, what's your legacy? What's your purpose? Yes. Oh, yeah. All right. I Every have. day. Please. <laughs> Mine is to encourage young girls to love their body, listen to their body and act confident. That's mine. 100%. Just love yourself for whatever you are, whatever you look like. Yep. Mine's to captivate and inspire others, I guess, through my photography and just inspire people to be outside and, um, you know, be adventurous. Yeah. Amazing. Mm. And mine, I just want to positively influence as many people as I can through movement. Yeah. And to reach a lot of people, you need to you need to be a big brand and you need to create a big um, network. So that's where strong comes into play. Strong. 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 It's even got strong. such a strong name. I'm strong. so excited about this. I like I feel like I am your your key customer. Like I am the demographic. I am that person you are selling to. Like you guys will hear when you start explaining what strong is, you're just gonna be like, oh my gosh, that's so sezzy. I want I want to do this. <laughs> before before you do, before you explain yeah. this beautiful thing that you've got set up, can we like talk about the little story of how you got the name Strong in the first place? I remember we had a little catch up in Bondi one time and you were yeah. talking about on Instagram like what you had to do to get get the name on Strong. Would you mind telling people what, what went into that? Because I yeah. find it so interesting. Yeah, I never knew this happened. how did you get that name Strong? So I had to buy it. It was. Do you remember when yeah. everyone was buying domain names back in the day? They were yes. buying website yes. names and then selling them for a gazillion dollars. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what we'll a smart, smart person. Got to meet that guy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You'll probably buy it off me. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> no, so I, I had to literally, um, yeah, just I had to message the page. So it's at one word, strong, um, yeah. and, and convince them to sell it to me. And it was a bit of a bidding war and um, I didn't know how to use Bitcoin. So I took a really big risk paying with PayPal. But yeah, eventually we got it. And, um, you know, three and a half years later, I think it'd be worth, a you know, a small fortune. Okay, so so you literally like this was just like a little bit of a fun investment for you at the time. You didn't have this other idea in your head at this at this stage, did you? Like it was just like I'm going to buy strong because it's a really strong name. Excuse the pun. <laughs> yeah, well, we were actually looking at an app. Um, I don't. Yeah, maybe I should or shouldn't say this, but so oh, okay. Kayla's got sweat. Yeah, uh, sweat, right. Okay. And I wanted to do a male version. At strong, and my idea was to get like some really cool male influencers, like like your Steve Cooks of Why the world. Why didn't you do this? Um, to be honest, it was just, and this is probably an example of me not backing myself enough. Um, it just got to a point where it was getting expensive, um, and I don't know. I just, I just went back to what I knew, mm. um, which was managing gyms and and whatever else. So Every, just... But everything happens for a reason. So maybe yeah. maybe it wasn't meant to be. Would you say that that was like a failure then? Because like all we've spoken about so far is your successes, right? Like everything seems to be going so well for you. Yep. Um, yeah, let's talk about that. Huge what? missed opportunity for sure. Like yeah. I look back at that and that was just before like the influencer app space was starting to grow. And like a lot of the guys that I was chasing now have their own apps. Yeah. But mm. back then they didn't. Like so. like that, cir- is it Circle? Um, Chris Hemsworth? Uh, yeah. Center. Center. Yeah, Center. Kind of like... Yes. Yeah, I don't know. Sorry, Chris. <laughs> but come on the show one time. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, so... So you missed out on that opportunity, but you, you've got you've kept the name, right? Kept the name, um, and then eventually, yeah, it was we had we turned it into an events company just like for shits and giggles, um, and then um, yeah, and then this this concept came along, mm-hmm. and um, it just encapsulated everything that we thought it would be. Um, so yeah what's the concept okay you're ready guys <laughs> i'm so ready here comes here comes the passionate tech nerd right now <laughs> uh, I, I hope i can articulate this and give it some purpose yeah. um so it's it's a reformer bed and it's a mega former okay so it's a very tough resistance pilates mega workout former. it already sounds good so I'm for involved. anyone that doesn't know it's like a reformer pilates bed and on my instagram i've done i did a lot of my pregnancy workouts on it it's kind of like a bed with springs i'm just in case no one knows what it is yes continue and that is coupled with uh concept two rower so one side is a rowing machine and the other side is a reformer yes um so it's basically a strength and conditioning workout so you could be doing like You could be doing, say, interval rowing, right? And you're completely puffed out and you're dying. And then all of a sudden you're onto the reformer and you're holding a pike under resistance. And there's just something between that fast switch, slow twitch, going from one to the other that Mm. just cooks you. When I went over there and I did the workout in, um, it's in Orange County in the States, It was actually the hardest workout I've ever done. And, and like, and I'm you're not a even fit like, guy. Yeah. like, yeah. like <laughs> you're a really fit guy. Yeah, yeah you guys do like a thousand rep challenge on your, on your retreats or whatever. Yeah. For you, you to say hectic. this, I, when can I do it? I want to do it. Yeah. That is like my jam. I love Pilates right now, but I also love HIT. Like I love getting a good sweat on, a good cardio pump. I need, I need to do the fusion. 
You have to. When? When, when can <laughs> um, I do it? I keep saying this. So mid-November, we launch in Melbourne. Um, we've actually got a good 20 plus franchisees on a wait list. Um, what we need to do is launch it. Um, make sure that everything that we think it is on paper and everything that we feel it is, will it, it will deliver. So mm. once, once we're really, really comfortable with it, we'll roll it out to the rest of Australia. Um, we've also bought the rights for New Zealand and Asia as well. Um, so we'll scale uh, to there if all goes according to plan. Yeah. yeah. So yep. if you're bringing it to Australia, does that mean that you are essentially training everyone up because no one here would really know how to run those classes? Yeah, so we have our own strong academy um, and we're actually gonna be quite strict. Um, so they have to do a six day intensive and if they can't take the full strong program at the end, um, then we, like, do we you won't physically have... do the classes. No, physically teach the class. If, if they're not, well, they'll have to do it. You know, yeah. that's a yeah. basic requirement. Yeah, yeah. But if they, can't, if they can't physically take the class and be all over it, then we're not going to pass them. Yeah. The fitness industry is the funny one. Like you can have your, um, you can have your Cert 3 and take um, 100 people for a group workout, yeah. right? But you can, you, you're not allowed to take someone one-on-one, yeah. right? Yeah. It's like, I don't know, it, there needs to be some yeah. sort of... I always yeah. found that a really funny loophole because you could like, like I've done my Cert 3 and 4 as well. Yeah. And you could literally do your, your Cert 3 over a weekend. It's like such an easy course to do. I'm pretty sure it was just multiple choice, wasn't it? I, I can't remember off the top of my head, but I'm pretty sure it was like the Cert 3 was quite easy to get. Cert 4 is obviously a lot more in depth. But um, yeah, isn't that crazy? You can literally teach hundred people. Yeah, on and, basic and so you, you do. You do need your own sort of governing body. You need your own qualifications. You need to make sure that people are who, you know, who you think they are. And and in saying that, like some of the some of the like smartest sports scientists in the world can't get up there and take a class because they're quite yeah. introverted. And you mm. need that personality as well. Yeah. So it's also about finding a balance of the two. Is there good music and stuff playing? Yeah, so we've gone very like Jay Z, you know, R and B. So oh, you're talking <laughs> says he's jam. Oh, I told you, I am the demographic. <laughs> this is me. We've gone so Jay Z that I've been working with a perfumologist, and we've got cognac in the center of the studio. No. I'm not even kidding. What? So think it like you I might. I love the finer details that you go into and like all of these things that you do. Yeah. Where does this like inspiration or I guess, where does this like thought process, like where does it come from? It's like Qantas, you know, where they have like a scent going through the Qantas lounge or something like that. Mm. Yeah. So everything smells like Qantas. Smell is a massive thing. It's a massive thing. Like um, part of it, it needs to uplift people. Yeah. It needs to smell clean. So the number one reasons females leave gyms in Australia is because they're dirty. Mm. So there needs to be an aspect of that as well. Especially mm. with like... I love going to my Pilates studios because they are that clean, fresh studio yeah. feel. I like—I don't mind gyms like grungy and a bit smelly and whatever, but when I go to Pilates, it has to be beautiful. Yeah. It's just like, it's just what I expect now. So if I went to yeah, it's Strong... Quite, it's quite a high standard for the Pilates yeah, industry. It's, very, it's it? a very pretty, beautiful style of training in my mind. Yeah, but we're going to sort of... Gangster Turn that on up. its head as well. <laughs> I love that. It's the branding is so gender neutral as well. Cool. We want men in there because it's low impact as well, and a lot of guys are quite broken, like myself. Yeah, like me. Kurt. I've got a yeah. lot of like, We're going to oh, yeah. rehab Pilates tomorrow, so like something like this would be perfect for us mm. and maintaining your attention. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Keeping me involved in it. Yeah. <laughs> you love rowing. Yeah, I do love rowing. That's so, it sucks. <laughs> yeah. uh, see, I, I'm, I'm the worst rower, but I'm going to love the Pilates side and I'm just going to die in the rowing side. 
So that is opening what around the sixteenth of November. November, yeah. Okay, and Melbourne. Melbourne. Just Melbourne. Just Melbourne for My now. My heart's sinking. And then I we'll go. We've got a second one in Melbourne, and then one in Adelaide, and then from there we'll 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 roll out. And do you feel like so now you've got that, and you've got Journey, they're like your two babies. Yep. Do you feel more content, or are you still? looking for something else like yeah. i feel like you're i feel you're like always... your brain doesn't stop hey? yeah. like do you you're, you're doing something else he's, he's got his hands over his head right now he's like yeah. oh tell us about the bear pose Go oh on. the power stance stand. okay so you gotta you gotta put your hands out as far as wide as you can and yeah. just everyone do that oh, now nice put, put your arms out as wide as you can yeah put your hands back as far as you can feel how powerful oh. you feel think about like a gorilla Right, and he gets up, beats his chest. Yeah, that is your power stance. By the way, he and did this before we before we started podcasting. He was like, "I'm really nervous." We're like, "It's alright, be confident." And he whips out this power stance. So yeah. I was like, "You do you, bro." Yeah, <laughs> it really is. It's but it feels true. good. It feels empowering. Maybe that's yeah. what you should do at the start of every class. Everybody, power stance, strong stance. Yeah. <gasps> I and then you can have, I love it when you call me big pop, pop play. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to make our own, Susie. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. But yeah, do you feel like you're more content now or? 100%. Like, uh, it's such a big task. Being a franchisor and rolling out a network is huge. Like, I do not want anything else. Mm. Like, yeah. I just, I'm, I'm done for, for five years. <laughs> five uh, so years. What, what would be like the the biggest thing that you're wasting your time, not wasting your time on or, or spending most of your time on at the moment? Scrolling Instagram. Do you mean, wait, are you saying wasting <laughs> or like- Wasting, <laughs> wasting. <laughs> well, we've all got issues with that one. We did a podcast on that not long ago. Yeah, yeah. But in, in terms of business- What are you um, spending your time on? Like what is time consuming to you right now? Uh, just, it's, it's every moving part, all the little intricacies. Um, and, and, you know, you need to do the, the real nerdy tech stuff, like yeah. all the, you know, the booking system platform. Mm-hmm. Um, we're doing this cool book a spot feature where you actually pick your bed, you know, that you can go in. And, oh, that's cool. Like, Ooh, yeah. I love that because there's like, when I used to do reformer, there's this one bed that I always like. And if I didn't get it, I felt unbalanced because I was like, this is not my bed. This is not the mirror I'm used to. You're a very sensitive person. I, I am. I, I am. I <laughs> really am. Even at the gym, I use the same squat rack only. If someone's in it, I wait. Really? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'm a bit... <laughs> do you just Don't... stand there and look at them or... No, no, no. I, I wait. I go do something else. Okay. Can I go on to love now? Okay. Oh, wait, wait. Like, Before we move on to love, like just for our listeners out there, can you give one piece of advice to someone who's aspiring to start a business? What would be your number one tip and maybe something to limit as well? Um, I think, and this is only going by experience because I don't like to, you know, speak out of, out of, um, hang on, start again. Yeah. Um, so this is only going by experience. Um, and I would say if you can couple... Um, your skill set with your passion, um, yeah. then go for it. Like, so true. and that's that's like how I had the marketing and the fitness background. I didn't I didn't make waves until I combined the two um, and mm. managed to you know to create something quite special. I think you just need to yeah, focus on your strengths, um, focus what you're good at, and just follow what you're passionate about. Yeah. Um, yeah. The money is an offset. Like you never never go into it um, thinking about money. It's it, if, if you work hard and you put your head down and you get it done and you deliver value, money is an offset. You you will make money. Mm. And how much better when you do enjoy 
um, your job and enjoy the projects you have your hands in. It's just like, if you have to work that hard, you want to be enjoying it and reaping the benefits from that. Just like journey, like how good that, yes, it's your job, but it's so enjoyable as well. And, and like Kurt, when Kurt is doing content, he loves working on outdoor projects and with like beautiful lighting and like, you love that stuff. I froth on that you know? stuff. Like, like you'll it... happily, as crazy as you are and you love moving, you'll happily sit at the computer and play with lighting, like looking at pictures and stuff like yeah. that all day. Yeah, 100%. Do what like, you love. Yeah, 100%. And I feel like this is like across all, like all the interviews that we've done so far, every single one of them has that same thing. It's like, they're so passionate about what they're successful for, if that makes sense. Like, it just like they, they could talk about it for days. Like, Sezi could talk about your food. I just love food. Constantly. So much. Yeah. <laughs> the food, the food episodes are my jam. I just, I just love food. Yeah, I feel like when you live and breathe it, it really. When I was like really four, I pretended to have my own cooking show and I would narrate in an English accent only, though. <laughs> I don't know why. Like, Can I would you make. Do, do a little episode uh, for us, please. I would make my mum sit at the breakfast bench and I would be like, all right, today we're going to be making scrambled eggs, okay? So we're going to put the eggs into a bowl and we're going to mix it up, all right? And my mum says, don't ever put it in the microwave because <laughs> microwaves are really, right really bad. <laughs> I'm just telling everybody how to make scrambled eggs as a four year old. And then you're just going to put a little bit of oil or like, we can have butter. Oh, but, but, butter. Butter. Butter? Anyway, butter. all I'm saying is. I love food. I was very passionate as a child. And now look at me. Yeah. I'm doing it on YouTube. I guess, <laughs> I guess that's my version of success. <laughs> Living the dream. Living, Living the, the dream, dream. Cooking pancakes, filming myself with a vlog camera. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Before you go. Serious chat now. Serious chat about love. <laughs> okay. So, um, everyone getting the, the inside scoop. You're going on a sexy date tonight. <laughs> And I know that because you're like, where's a nice restaurant tonight? Like, we're, we're going somewhere nice. So, um, okay. I Says just he wanna... needs to approve. Yeah. Tell us tell us the goss. What's, he, what's this girl about? So, look, she's been in my life for like, since I went to Hamilton Island. She was a housekeeper That's as a well. a long time ago. And she actually lives like 10 minutes from here. So I can stalk her. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Don't come for me. Says he's going <laughs> to ride past on a pink bike. Bring, bring. <laughs> Toodaloo! <laughs> I was about to say this word, but I can't say it. <laughs> no, we have to say it when we go, bring, bring. Toodaloo! <laughs> <laughs> we can't say it. We can't put that Can you just beat that out? Yeah, I will. I will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so, no, I'm not going to stalk her, but I will get as much information as I, as I can. So, if I do pass her, I'll hit her with the top. You ask me You ask me what you want to know from her, and I'll get all the inside scoop. Okay. It's a girl thing. I, I, know, I know her. Like, we've been FaceTiming for eight years. Like... I, but now we're finally like going on a date, which is kind of cool. But what? What? Okay, let's go back. What does FaceTiming for eight years mean? Just, Who FaceTimes? Just, just like, literally like, hey, how are you going? How's your life? Like, it's just been FaceTime? this like cool, beautiful friendship. And like, I've had girlfriends in between and like probably haven't spoken to her since, you know, while well, I've got a girlfriend. But yeah. afterwards, <laughs> every time I just seem to like pick up the phone and, and give her a call and be like, hey, how's your life? And like... It's it's reciprocated and now we're finally going on a bit of a date. So how I'm probably more nervous. How did that happen from like, <laughs> like how um, did that happen from being friends for eight years to you being like, hey, um, you're single, I'm single, let's go on a date. Like, why did this not happen earlier? I don't know. I've I've actually like always told her that I love her, oh. Um, oh. like deep down. But I, you know, look, I, this is making me really uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. Oh, let's, let's make it more comfortable. 
Where are you going to dinner? <laughs> and are you moving and, to the Shire? And can, I, and can I come? And how many babies are you having? Oh, and how close? So let's go one step at a time. <laughs> I actually, I don't even know where we're going for dinner. I need to, I need to figure that out straight after this podcast. All right, yeah. I'll, I'll drive you, and I will sit it with a wood in the background, and get, and we'll wear a mic. We'll wear a mic and an earpiece, and I'll tell you cool stuff to say. Yeah. I have two sisters already. No. I don't need another one. <laughs> and you don't want my advice if you've heard me on the podcast. I'm not very charming. So <laughs> I couldn't help you. But let's actually make it serious for a second. Are you going to struggle having a relationship and being so busy and so passionate about your business? Because when I first met Kurt, I ended up resenting him probably in the first month of us dating because my boyfriend was YouTube. Like, I lived and breathed it. And I woke up and I edited. And in my lunch break, I answered emails. I edited all night and then suddenly Kurt comes in and says, hey, let's go to the movies. I'm like, I don't have time to go to the movies. And I ended up resenting him thinking, you're you're making me go backwards and I've got to do this and that and you're not understanding. But in the grand scheme of things, you need to have life work balance as well. Correct. And like, I actually think that it's going to take a very understanding girl um, to, to put up with me. Um, it's just, it's just how it is. And unfortunately, and I know we always talk about work life balance. Um, Mm. it's a, it's a, it's a key subject, you know, everyone brings it up and I actually believe that you, your work life balance is your work. It just becomes, you just become married to it. And if you want to achieve certain things, you, it's just part of you. In your, in your workspace, I think that's, that's pretty true. Mm. Yeah. Different if you're like a teacher or something like that, or you, you do have that off switch. You yep. know, like my sister's a nurse and she can switch off that that clock of work. But if you are the brand and, and you're the go-to guy, you kind of have to be on all the time, don't you? Yep. And you need to be prepared to like when you start something, you're in it for the long haul. Mm. I also love that like you deal with some big numbers, some big businessman and you seem so confident but little things get you nervous like a date and like being on a podcast i'm so i'm so shook that you were nervous about this but you will like you'll be in a business meeting and just like be so confident and and intimidating and then you're just like a little schoolboy going and having a date it's it's weird because i've I've always held my cards really close to my chest and i you know i've been i've been asked to go on a few podcasts i've always said no and it's been like this is getting the monkey off the back like and i've and now that i've sold up most of my businesses i'm starting a new one i feel like i can give value i actually don't think that you're a true entrepreneur until you've gone through the whole process of selling a business um, and now that, you know, I've gone through that process, I feel like my advice is valid. Yeah. 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 Is that- I wouldn't even know where to start on selling a business. Oh, like I know how to sell a car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you stick to taking photos. Mate. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. All right. So there's this other little segment that we have on this show and me and Sarah haven't actually prepared this. So this <gasps> might be really hard for oh, us to do off the cuff. That's right. But it is called shut up and answer my questions. Bitch. <laughs> That's what it's called. And we ba- they're basically just hot fire questions and you give us one word answers, okay? Normally we have it pre-prepared, but we just forgot. Yeah, we forgot. So this is just going to be a off nice... The cuff. Off the cuff. We're going to give it a crack. Yeah. Yeah. So right. first one, Maccas or Hungry Jacks? Maccas. Oh, yeah. Morning yeah. person or night owl? Morning. Amen. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Shut yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> Summer or winter? Summer. Oh, uh, 
favorite fruit? Banana. <gasps> Could we just become best friends? You've answered all of my right things. I love it. Uh, dogs or cats? Dogs. Amen, yeah, brother. Amen. If you could live on any in any country in the world and not Australia, where would it be? Australia. Right. And not Australia. Um, probably Canada. Yeah, that would be yeah, a nice one. Valid. Like what about uh, for fashion? Colors or neutrals? Neutrals. Yeah, Amen. 100%. Dream car? Uh, Mercedes G-Class G-Wagon. Hell yeah, more about that car. <laughs> yes. And final question. Make it a banger and really embarrassing. Pressure's on. Okay, sir. what's your most embarrassing? Actually, two. Have you ever been on Tinder? Yes. <laughs> okay, okay, number two. Oh, I could do a whole juicy segment on this, but I won't. But I won't. Last question and then we wrap up. What's your most embarrassing Tinder story? Come on, man. Come on. You've got to have one. Kurt's got some juicy ones. <laughs> it's all right. We're all friends here. Um, have you ghosted someone? Did someone catfish you? Did, did you accidentally swipe right on your cousin? <laughs> Just, you know, spitballing here. <laughs> or I'm, an embarrassing date story. I'll take anything. <laughs> I'm, this has really thrown me. Yeah, I know, that's a tough um, one. Or just a bad, a bad date story. I'm backtracking here, man. <laughs> a bad date I'm story. Try, I'm, try, I'm, try, I'm trying to think of a, like a shocking date story. I've had some. Um, oh, th this person might hear the story, well, but sucks to be heard. Don't say, <laughs> don't say <laughs> his name. Look, Give I was. Pseudonym. I was. I was seeing a um, influencer mm -hmm. um, for a while, and. It's, this probably isn't more of an embarrassing story, but it was something I was quite frustrated with. And you know how like every comment you get, you have to comment and you get more engagement. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Like the more more active you are on Instagram, the more the more engagement you need. Yeah, around. and this yeah. person- Is it bad that I didn't know that? <laughs> <laughs> she, she's so oblivious to everything on social media. Like she's one a of the golden child, that's why. Like, yeah, exactly, right? I live in a bubble. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, and, uh, I'm going to... Uh, BRB, got to go comment back on my Instagram, but continue. <laughs> I just comment back because I'm nice. You do anyway. Yeah, you do anyway. I'm just a nice person. <laughs> so, I went on this date and this person who had quite a substantial following, like I'm talking like heaps. Um, More than a million? Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, we went out for dinner and... Yeah, she's got you covered, says no, he. No, no, no. <laughs> no, I know who we're talking about. I know who we're talking about. <laughs> Oh, you do? Yeah, I do. Okay. <laughs> well, hopefully she doesn't listen to this podcast. Nah, nah, nah. Um, and and we sat there, and because she she's probably getting like a thousand comments every half an hour, literally responding to every single one. Oh, and she spent the entire day on her phone. And then when that ran out of battery, she whipped out another one no. and sat there and kept commenting. Another phone. Another phone. No, so not a battery pack. Like, no. I've, I've been guilty of taking a battery pack on, but like, not away with purpose. me. No, for that purpose. A whole second phone. Wow. Okay, yeah. for me, a deal breaker in friends, boyfriends, anything, is people who get out their phone in social situations. Like, if we're having dinner, I will never get and out my phone. you're scrolling on Instagram. Ever. Yeah. Like, if, if I have a, a call coming, I'll pre-warn you. Be like, sorry if I get my phone. But, like, if it's family time, if it's date time, like, we, our phones are off away. Mm. Like... Whoa. 100%. It's 
And, and she, she replied to every comment. Every single comment. Because I checked notifications later on. on? <laughs> Did she have notifications I don't, on? I don't think so. I feel like having that... Yeah, your phone would be going off. crazy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah, that's a deal breaker. Yeah. Not not crazy story, but I'll accept it. That's still okay. a good story. I enjoyed it. Yeah, that's bad. And so is that why you guys ended? You were just like... Yep. You're too wrapped up in the social world. Definitely. And it's just a little... I guess it's a little lesson just... Get off your phone and pay attention and, mm. and be present, you know, yeah. and, and we're all guilty of it at times, but yeah. it's just, uh, you, you just need to live in the real world sometimes. 100%. Yeah. yeah. 100%. I do that sometimes if like Fox is really chill playing by himself, I'll just like check Instagram. I'm like, no, he's only a baby once. Like I have to just, what I just sit there watching him. Being like, I can't miss out on the good times. And I just like, don't go on my phone. Yeah. Well, me and Ramsey were talking about this before. You like, you start watching one person's story. And before you know it, you're like a hundred stories deep through people you didn't even know you were following That's anymore. That's me on like, YouTube. Oh my, so last bad. night, last night. Oh my God. Last night, we literally spent like an hour watching Kevin Hart. Like, you know, oh, Kevin Hart? Yeah, yeah, We just watched Kevin so Hart interviews. Funny. He's so funny. For like, we watched an interview. That's all right, though. Yeah, yeah. but like, we get in this hole. Because what started off as like... it's 12 o'clock at night and I have to get up and 5 we're laughing in the morning. At, <laughs> and then we're on Ellen DeGeneres. And then we're on the James Corden show. Like, it just never ends. <laughs> anyway, I thoroughly enjoyed this podcast. Our room yeah. right now, by the way, it's like a hot box. Because yeah. we've had to shut I'm the sweating. door. Yeah. I'm, I'm sweating. <laughs> I can't take my jumper off because I don't have a shirt on underneath that. That would be very inappropriate. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to go and put a hoodie on. I'm going to drive you to your date. I'm going to sit in the corner. We're going to do earpiece to earpiece. And we're going to get you a wife. Ramsey get... looks very concerned uh, right now. Okay. <laughs> I, I accept. Yeah. All right. All right. Thank you for listening, guys. We are The Health Code, the health code on Instagram. I'm Sarah's Day. Sarah's underscore day on Instagram and Sarah's Day on YouTube. And I'm KJ Tills on YouTube and Instagram. Ramsey, plug yourself, plug your businesses. I am Ramsey and I am Rams Legit on Instagram. My Legit. businesses are at Strong and at Journey Retreats. Love it. Amazing. Thank Go you so much for coming. Yeah. And I'm excited to hear about your date tomorrow when you FaceTime me. Okay. <laughs> Deal. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. See Bye. You later, guys. Thanks. Bye.